Okay, Parshas Chayesar. The Pasuk says like this. Pasuk Ches, Perak of Gimel. 23.8 Vaidaber Itam Lemor Avraham spoke with the Bnei Ches saying Im Yeshes Navshechem Lukbores Mesi Milifonai If it is your will that I should bury my dead from in front of me Shimuuni listen to me Ufiguli Be'efron Ben Tzohar and let me meet together with Ephron ben Zohar. And he'll give me the Marsa Machpela that he has in Hebron. That's what Abraham said. So the Mephorshim here are bothered by the words Milafona, if I can bury the dead from in front of me. What does that mean, bury, bury my dead from in front of me? You should say, bury my dead. What's meant from in front of me? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Zakta Ramban. Ramban says one pshat, one of the pshat in Milafonai, Vitam, Ki Imlosasukin, if you don't agree, what happens if they don't agree? Meaning they don't agree that the deceased Sora should be buried in the grave, then what? Nope, that, that's what the Ramban should say, but he doesn't say that. He says, Milifonai, I have to bury it from in front of me. Therefore, if I can't put her in the ground, I will put her in the casket. And that's it. Where? In the casket. Well, where in the casket? I mean, where will the casket be? Leave her outside. Leave her there. Yeah, in the casket. Milifonai. Oh. Presumably, the mace is in front of him if it's not in a box. Oh. But if he puts it in the box or the ground, then it's not in front of him anymore. Therefore, what? Therefore, if he can put it in the ground, okay, good, you put it in the ground. If he can't put it in the ground, you put it in the box. Mm-hmm. What? Then do it. That's it. Just leave it there. Because there's no so, place to put it. So Wait a minute, wasn't, wasn't already Adam and Chava buried there or something? Somebody was there before, right? What? Wasn't somebody already in Maras on the That family? might be a midrash. Adam and Chava were buried there? Yeah. Okay, so how do we get to, to Ephraim? I don't know. How do we get to Boaz then? I don't know. They, they had the land, so they took the land. They oh, took that also. Okay, true. Now, the Klichemder of Don Plotsky, number two here in the Parsha, in, in the second piece, says this kind, the Ramban contradicts himself. He wrote a sefer called Torah Sa'adam, which are the laws and customs and rules about how to treat this the entire period of mourning and burial and everything. He writes in the sefer Torah Sa'adam in the uh, in the well, in the publication of the of the Misora of Kork, it's on page one sixteen, one seventeen. He writes, "Lachriach maskanas the sugi the Sanhedrin from the Gemara in Sanhedrin daf memvavam beis." The Ramban concludes from the Gemara in Sanhedrin forty six b, the mitzvah skuras ames minatayra, that there is a mitzvah of burying the dead, burying, burying. 
in the ground. The mitzvah kvurz ames minatayra einu mekayim elabekarka dafka. That the mitzvah is only fulfilled if you put it in the ground. Oh, what about in Israel when they do it up on the mountain or? That's considered the ground. Oh, it is considered the ground. Yeah. In other words, you can't do it above the ground and put rocks on it or something, right? Or Maybe you could, but you can't leave it above the ground. Dirt, put dirt on it? But they say put dirt on it, then maybe you can. Levels already. Yeah, but that's in the ground, because that's in the side of the mountain. It's in the ground. I mean, not all the, gro- not all the topography is level. Right. What? Right. But I mean, right. if the Chinese do step farming for rice, I mean, they have steps. But everything is considered it's considered to be in the ground. Okay. No? I hope so. Yeah. It's in the ground. Okay. Because there was that whole article about it in, in one, of the, one of the magazines that you're not really being buried in the ground. You're being buried in levels. Okay, we'll have to see the article in the magazine. So so he says, it's meso. But if it's in the Aron, then it's considered like you're leaving it outside. Right. Mm-hmm. And you are not fulfilling the mitzvah of Kura, Kura at all. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? The Gemara says here uh, on page 46b in Sanhedrin, I'm Rabbi Yechem Shim Shim Bayuchoi. Birchem said the name of Shim Bayuchoi. How do you know that if you delay the burial, you transgress a negative commandment? Because it says, you should, sur- you should surely bury it. From here we learn, that if somebody delays the burial, then they transgress a negative commandment. Because of the double language? That's how you know? Yeah. Okay. Because of the double language. That's how you know. Is that what he says, or is that just... That, no, Rashi says the double language tells us not only... The Pasuk in Parashaskiseite <laughs> is talking about somebody that was executed for a, cap, in a, for a capital offense. So I might think that... I might think that it's only that that you have to bury right away. But if it's a regular person who's deceased, then you don't have to bury them right away. Therefore, it says, you shall surely bury him, that includes anybody that died. Now, we're just pointing out here that there is such a negative commandment. And the Ramban says, he proves it from this Gemara, the, the continuation of this Gemara, is a whole discussion here. The Ramban proves that if you leave the mace, the deceased, in the Aron, casket, casket, then it's not, a real then, it's not then you're transgressing this still negative commandment this still negative commandment, you're still transgressing. That yeah. leaving it in the aura and you're still transgressing the negative commandment of, of leaving it out. Yes. The Cain, if that's the case, So what is Avram Avinu telling the Bnei Cheshim? According to the position of the Ramban, that if they're not going to give him a place to bury the dead, he's not going to use the land. Ela is going to put in the aura. And that seems to be that Avraham Avinu is saying that you do fulfill the mitzvah of kvura, of burial, if you put in the ark. Well, that sounds to me like he's sort of uh, blackmailing them and saying, if you don't let me bury her properly, I'm good. Then she no, he's not blackmailing. Avraham Avinu doesn't blackmail. 
okay, so he's just inducing them or whatever you want to call it. No, he's not inducing he's telling them a fact. He's telling them if a you, fact? Yeah. If you don't let me bury her here, I'll just leave her out? It's just like Mordechai told Esther a fact. That seems weird. I don't... Mordechai told now, Esther a fact. It's not going to be you, it'll be somebody else. Because in the Pirish, on the Chumash, the Ramban says that you learn from the word Milafonai, that as long as the dead is not in front of you, which means it can either be put in the ground, oh, oh. or be left in the Aron, that's okay. Oh, but okay. in his magnum opus, oh, okay. in his halachic treatise of the, of the topic of mourning and burial, he clearly states, based upon the Gemara in Sanhedrin, that Memvav, that he clearly states that you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. So it's a contradiction because yeah. in one case yeah, he, yeah. in one he implies that you can, the other one he implies you can't. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what was? But, so now it comes out very interesting. We're going to go. We're, we're we're being very halachic here, and very uh, exact. We're going to go chesidish in a minute. Oh, yeah. Says of Don Plotsky, he says like this. How are we going to resolve this contradiction? Venira, the Gambizem Makai Mitzvah, Venira, the Fiani is died. Dan Patsky. That's his name. That was his name. He's a big guy. Really? Yes. The famous Savior, the Klihanda. Did he plot? Yeah, listen. Listen, a long time ago, my brother in law had a friend named Moshe Dick. Okay? So this is a recording. You're being recorded. Okay, you can take it Um so you can't help what your your name is. like this in Parshas chapter thirty-four, verse number six. The pasuk says, oh. Nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried until today. Even today, nobody right. knows. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Who buried him? The Rabbanu Vayikbor Oso Bagai, the Pazik says in, 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 uh, the Pazik says in, uh, Zosa Brachat, and he buried him. Yeah. And the Gemara says that's one of the Chasadim, the Gemara in, uh, the Gemara in Saitan Dafyudal, it says that it's one of the Chasadim that Moshe, that Hashem did, mm-hmm. to bury him himself, that Hashem buried, that's how we know that Hashem buries the dead. And that's why we bury the dead. So and that's why we bury the dead, because of the mitzvah to emulate Hashem. Taken the form of one of the angels and done it that way. Okay. It doesn't say that. It says he himself buried, and we should emulate him. We should marry. We should. Marry. And the Gemara also here also says that. And here on Daf Memvav and Sanhedrin also says that the Rabbanu Shalom is the one who buried Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, nobody knows where he's buried. I mean, Hashem knows. The pasuk is not talking about Hashem. Hashem knows everything. Mm-hmm. The pasuk is talking about all the people. Mm-hmm. Now there are two reasons, says the Klichemda. There are two reasons. As to why there are two reasons um, of why we bury the dead. Well, number one, respect. Medrash. Well, yeah, the Gemara also discussed it, but he has two reasons here in his sefer. The Gemara gives reasons too, the, on the aforementioned page. Uh, the Medrash Rabbah, Parsha 20, number 10, says um, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Adam Arishan the following, Parsha's Bereshus, and it is his punishment for eating from the Eitz Adas. 
He said to him, With the sweat of your brow you shall eat bread. Until you return to the ground. Because from it I took you, you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. Says the man. Yeah, Hashem said, What? You can, be, you, can be, you can return to the dust whether you're inside the ground or on top of the ground. You still return to dust. Well, he's assuming you're not. Well, I guess we're going to. Well, we don't know. I, we're assuming that you, you got to be in the ground. We're assuming like you got to be in the ground to return to the dust. Now, you're not returning to dust. You're returning to the dust. That's a big distinction. Right? Yes, it is. There's a thought. Well, besides that, there's a lot of implications. There's a big difference there. Yeah, the El Afar Tashuv. Well, it happens you... It doesn't say though, actually, but that's the way we're translating it. Amar Hashem said to him, a handful of dust that you were created from, isn't it stolen in your hands? Isn't it what? Stolen in your hands. Why is it stolen? Because the Inyanese says says the uh, the Klihanda. Person was created from the ground for what? To worship. To take his body, to fix it, and to purify it. To be like a nefesh. To be like a soul. But, once a person sins, and he doesn't fix the dust that is the constitution of his body, right? Then he has to return to the dust. This is a returning of, as it says in Parshas Vayikra, Veheshev Zagzela Shegodali shall return that which he stole. Nobody that is explained by the Marami Prague. So, in other words, there is a rule. There is an expectation from the Adam Arishon that he shall achieve such greatness that will purify his body completely and turn the dust, which is the dust, into a purified substance. And he failed to do so. And because of that, he has to return to the place where he came from. Otherwise, he's stealing from Hashem wow. the dust that was given to him. That's huge. Have you heard anything like that before, Rabbi? This is the Medrash. The Medrash says it. Yeah, I never it's a huge implication. It's like you're wasting the life that God gave you. That's right. You are wasting. Well, you you know, are wasting. Know that, but you are the wasting the life that God has given you. Okay, yes. That I know, but yeah, the but idea that stealing. every time you sin... You should already give yourself back. That means we should all commit suicide. I mean, that doesn't really make sense. You 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 expire That's when what, God tells you to expire, basically. Yeah, but you're you wait, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to decide that because I sinned I'm I'm going to kill myself and return no, myself. No, you ask again. for forgiveness and go on. Now says the Kliyachemda, Vidakirna, and I remember Karavina Talia when I was a little child. I used to stand and serve my teacher, Ma'oran Shal Yisrael, the light of Israel. Hagoin Hakodesh. The Kodesh Dika genius, Misakachava. Sakachava Rebbe. Shlita. He writes Shlita, yes. Amar Letarit Zapizde, Divya Gemara Chulin, Datsari Beis in the base. He wants to explain the Gemara Chulin on page 92b. The Gemara there says the Choshev Gemara Mitzvah Shivnei Noach Mekayim Sochein Shoklim Basar Ames Bietlas. One of the things that the mitzvahs that the Goyim Amekayim, 
a mitzvah that they are mikayim, a mitzvah that they are fulfilling in serving Hashem properly is they don't take dead uh, the the flesh of a of a of a dead person and they don't weigh it on a scale to sell it in the marketplace. The mitzvah that they be mukayim. Okay, actually sometimes they do. People, they, people do steal. Well, no, the Gemara is talking about a specific period of time. Oh. In the Gemara's time, the Gayim, the, Gayim, the non Jews didn't do that. Mm-hmm. The idol worshippers, they didn't do that. It's a mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Asks the Sokachav Rebbe, what kind of mitzvah? Is that one of the Shev mitzvahs of Bnei Nayach? Is that one of the seven mitzvahs of Bnei Nayach? Says the Rebbe. I don't think so. Not, there's no command not to eat. Uh, it's even a machlokes or rishonim on whether there's an Easter of cannibalism altogether. The rice of the rabbanim. That's a that's a machlokes. We talked about it, yeah. We talked about it. So now he says, but for the goyim, there's no isa, and he says the mitzvah. What the, he says, the given the mitzvah What do we just say? The medrash says that the mitzvah of burying the dead is what to return something that which was stolen. And somebody who's not buried is stealing, and therefore the Bnei Noyach are commanded on stealing. That's what Son Shemin says, Bnei Noyach are stealing. And so therefore you see, they didn't transgress stealing, because they buried their dead. They didn't sell the flesh of their dead. Yeah? They didn't sell the flesh of their dead in the marketplace, which means that they buried it. Since they buried it, they didn't steal. So therefore, they were behind one of the Shemites of Bnei Noyach by burying the dead. But you just said it wasn't one of the Shemites of Bnei Noyach. Yeah, not eating the flesh of a, of a, of a deceased person, it, it, but stealing. What? It is one of the Shemites of Bnei It's not. So oh. therefore, our question was, oh, what kind Zayla of... Bigzela is. Oh, oh, oh. They, that's not the mitzvah that they were fulfilling, not eating the flesh oh, of the oh, dead oh. body. But the mitzvah they were fulfilling is the mitzvah of... Not stealing. Not stealing. Mm-hmm. What? It's, it's a little bizarre. Well, what if they were given permission from the closest of kin? But they didn't do it anyway, so it's not... How can it go? Yeah, I heard that. This, this is real, it really is bizarre that we every time we sin we're 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 gazela because does this make it's sense? a drasha it's a drasha it's a medrash it's a drash it's we a sermon ourselves into the ground it's a sermon it's a sermon but he does quote now a halachic source he quotes the Ramban himself in the Torah Adam Sham Shikasa Bizeh Loshim the Rebbe in the will of our teacher Tearoni Nekuva. I want that my casket should be have a hole in it. Mm-hmm. On the Laoritz on the bottom. Where the ground is pierced. they should take off the bottom part of the casket. and they should put my body on the ground. Shikfura's karka mitzvah because it's a mitzvah to be buried in the ground. That was not because of the love for Eretz Yisrael. This is even a chutzlaritz. You shall return to the dust. So you see from this uh, midrashic source and the halachic source that there's a mitzvah to bury the dead in the ground, mamish. 
that the body should make contact with the dust of the earth. What the reason for that is, is unless a person is perfect, if they don't bury themselves, and it's as if they are stealing. Now That's reason that, number one of okay. why we bury in the so ground. Every reason coast, number one. Every reason number two. Has holes, you know, in the bottom. That's yes. Reason, yes. Yeah. And in Eretz Yisrael, stop being. Do the holes, then we have a drill. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, they stop do away with the iron altogether. Yeah, but here you're not allowed to, so they do have. Uh, who does away with what? In Eretz Yisrael, there is no iron. They just take the body straight. There is no iron. Yeah. There's no caskets. Yeah, just yeah, you go to Leviah. Because the land's holy, is that why? No, no the reason we just gave. It says the mitzvah is to bury in the ground. And they see the only way that you're actually buried in the ground is if there's nothing between you and the ground. No casket, no nothing. But the United States, you can't do it. It's not legal. So we put, so they really? put holes in You go to Leviah near Israel, really? you'll see the body just wrapped in a talus sitting there in front of you. Yeah. There's no casket. It's a Leviah. Wow. Yeah. It's dramatic. There's drama at the Leviathan. So, so you think that's the way it was originally... So, that's the way burial was originally meant for us then. Mm-hmm. We weren't meant to have the, the arm. Now, Vitam Habes. Makes sense. Now, the second reason is written in the Toysus Yontif, chapter 2, Mishnah number 7, in Perkiavos, under the words Marberima. If you have, there'll be too many worms. Well, right? Vishim Akobo. This is in the, he writes this in the name of Akobo. Mipnei, Shu Mipnei, Shekosha Lenefesh Kishitira Aguf Mizbazeh, Umuta Blikfura. It is difficult for the soul to see the body that it was in without being buried. It's embarrassed. So therefore, it has to be buried. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's reason number two. Mm-hmm. Right, in other words, very simple. We still have. We still have to talk about cog- respect, though. What? Well, well, respect. Well, if you're respect saying is, that the that the that the soul will be embarrassed seeing the body, then that's you're showing respect for the soul by burying the the body, by burying the, the body that the soul was in. And when we do the tahara, yeah. that's the, the whole the whole topic of the tahara. Is respect for the mace. That's that's like there. I'm mean, hug him here. I'm mean, hug him there. But the basic bottom line is that you've done that, right? Or you do yeah, that? of course I do. That. And the Gemara does mention that. The Gemara says that it's an the Gemara in Andaf Memvam Sanhedrin that we mentioned has the question, and it seems like it doesn't come to a conclusion that the burial is because of embarrassment or because of atonement. What the burial or because of atonement? Because of embarrassment, because of atonement. But the is saying that it's an embarrassment to the nefesh when it sees the body because we have this is the basic principle the nefesh has cognizance even after it separates from the body until until it's until it's buried well no even after it's even after it's buried even after it's buried yes so now now we have these two reasons let's just review there's two reasons number one is if it doesn't get buried it gets it's stealing and number two is if it doesn't get buried, the nefesh is embarrassed. Well, maybe it's connected. Maybe the nefesh is embarrassed. It may be connected, but these are the two reasons. Okay, fine. 
Now, what's the nafkamina, which says they're not connected between these two reasons, says the uh, klichanda? What is the distinction? In other oh. words, in which case will the two, one of the reasons apply and one of the reasons oh. will not apply? Oh, okay. Let's say you bury the deceased in the aron. According to the second reason, you are fulfilling the mitzvah of burial, according to the second reason. Why? Because the nefesh is not embarrassed, because the embarrassment is that the body is just like that, you know, lying in the middle of nowhere like that. But if you put it in a box, that's, that's, that, that, that's not embarrassing anymore. However, according to the first reason, that, it's re- that you have to return the body to the ground, then that requires burial in the ground, mm-hmm. and the urn itself is not enough. Is not enough mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the two reasons. That, that will go according to the two reasons, okay? Mm-hmm. Fine. When you have a break, I have a question. Sure, we have a break. Well, now we're, we're, we have, we're up to the last part, and that last part is to explain this Ramban, but we will we review. Let's ask your question first. What's your question? Um, since uh, since the Rambam redacted or whatever a lot of these um, halachas, um, is there anything about his um, sharing whatever his writing of the halachas related to burial? Is there anything in his perception of these halachas? that would have any effect on our story? Uh, I don't know. We're not discussing him right now. At the moment. Sorry. Okay, what's the next question? That's it. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I got some questions for her. We, we have to going, look it up. We're dealing now to, with this Rambam. I got some questions for Bela afterwards. Are we going back to... So now we're going back. Now, so now we have... Let's go back to our original question. Our original question was that Abraham said to the Bnei Ches... He said to them, if you give me a plot to bury Sarah, I'll bury her. If you don't give me the plot, I'll put her in the Aram. So we said, that that's according to the Ramban. Now he said the Ramban contradicts himself, because in the Torah Sa'adam, the Ramban writes that it's not enough. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's not enough to bury. In a casket. It has to be in the ground. Right, it has to be in the ground. So that's the question that we asked. Mm-hmm. But then, it, it, before we answer that question, hopefully we will, we asked an, a, a, another question to, pre, to, to preempt that. that it, not preempt that, but we asked another question subsequent to that. And that is, which we didn't explain yet, and that is, it says in Parshas Vizos HaBracha, Vayikpur Oso Bagai, and Mahashem buried Moshe Rabbeinu, and nobody knows where he's buried. So we're going to explain that Gemara now. Question is, what does it mean nobody knows where he's buried? Now he says, Moshe Rabbeinu was called the man of God. He succeeded in completely purifying his body like an angel a ministering angel a serving angel therefore therefore 
it's not shayach for him to be buried in the ground because the whole reason why we said he has nothing to do with the ground because now he has transformed his body which is the, the body is another form of ground another form of dirt unless it's purified once it becomes purified and it achieves an angelic state then it's no longer even a different uh, you know it's not longer even the same molecular structure as the ground, as the body is. And therefore, it doesn't belong in the, the body. That kind of body does not belong in the ground at all. And since that body does not belong in the ground at all, there's no reason to put it in the ground. And therefore, it's not shaykh for him to say, according to the reason that we said, that we have to bury in the ground in order to return that which was stolen because we didn't achieve our potential. But Moshe Rabbeinu, that does not apply. Since he achieved his potential, therefore he's not stealing if he's not buried, and therefore he should not be buried in the ground. And this is the explanation of the words of Zevipirish, Right? Nobody knows where he's buried because he's not. Why do he have to be buried in the ground for? It's sufficient that he should be put in no, because he is buried in an Aron. Right? He's buried in an Aron. And now he said that at Fun and Epish, it's not embarrassing to be buried in an Aron. So therefore, both reasons have been fulfilled. That's why nobody knows where Mr. is buried. But, wait a minute, but that doesn't make sense because he, if he's in an Aron, if, he, if he's not in the ground... It would be even easier to find an Aron than to find him buried in... No, nobody knows his burial. Because he's not buried. He's placed in a, in a box, in an Aron. Where is the box? We don't know. But that the Pesach is not addressing that we don't know that. Okay. So he's, he didn't get put in the ground, directly in the ground, because... It doesn't have perfected. to be. It doesn't have to return to the ground. There's no, it doesn't apply to him. He's on a higher level than other Marishon. He doesn't have to be Velafarta Shuv. He doesn't have to return to the Afar. We'll have to go with the Meshachachma. Why do we know where the Aaron is? The Meshachachma on that Pasuk, he has a theme. Right. The Meshachachma has a theme throughout his commentary on the Chumash. The Meshachachma's theme is, is that Hashem was very careful to make sure that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't turn to be into a deity. And so therefore, one of the things they make sure that he doesn't turn to be a deity is nobody should know where he's buried. Because if they bury, they make his, 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 his burial a place of worship. And that's why Hashem hid the place where he's buried, whether he's buried in the ground or not. Well, why couldn't he go like Eliyahu later on? Why couldn't he just go up, up to the heaven? That's a separate... That the reason why he couldn't go is because at the end of the day, Eliyahu may be not be normal. Moshe Rabbeinu has to be normal. Oh. Because everybody can be like Moshe Rabbeinu. Oh. What? Well, a um, couple things. First of all, is... is Pele is considered Israel. And so, if Abraham's uh, and the family are are to be buried in Israel, then theoretically, they wouldn't require or need the box, the Aram. Why not? Because we just, we just kind of said that yeah, Israel, the Jews, at that time, Jews, they didn't belong to Israel. At Jews, they belong to to uh, the. the uh, Oh that! Oh that! No, the box is only the box is only if he's not going to bury in the ground. Right. He's not going to bury in the ground. You're right. He doesn't need a box. You're right. Don't say he's going to put him in a box. So chances are they're not in boxes. 
in, in Machpelah. But, okay, so... Yes, so they're so probably not. So was there an answer to why he said that to them? Oh, so now he said to them like this. Now let's go back again to the question. We said that Abraham... We said... We said that that, that the Ramban says that, that Abraham said to the Bnei Ches, Listen... If you give me a plot of land, I'll bury Sarah. If you don't give me a plot of land, I'll put it in another. We asked on the Ramban, that the Ramban says in the Torah Sa'adam, where he relates to Halachas, uh, burial, he says, you're not allowed to be buried in Aaron, you have to be buried in the ground. Oh, unless Sarah was also a child. Oh, She died without a head. That's the first Rashi in the Pasha. She died without sin. Vim Cain, if that's the case, Tikna is Chelika offer Bishlemus Gomer, the part that's by her dust, she completely fixed it in a, in a perfection. Vishuva and Shaykh was like Gufa Lakaka, and therefore her body had no Shaykh, had no connection to ground. Vilo Shaykh, Bezea Shavis, Zela, and therefore it's not Shaykh for her. What? There's no question of stealing. There's no question of stealing. And therefore, the mitzvah of Kura Minatera will be fulfilled. Regardless of where he put her. What? Regardless of whether he put her in the ground or in the Aram. Regardless of whether he put her in the ground or the Aram. Right? And therefore, the Ramban who's talking in his commentary in our parsha that Avram Avinu said... That if I'm gonna, if if you don't give me a place to bury her, I'll put her in the Aron. Avram Avinu was talking Dafke by Sarah, right? And the Ramban was talking in the Torah. Adam is actually not talking about Sarah. He's talking about in general. in general the people that come after him after the 11th century, or whatever. They come after him. Those people. The Ramban is writing halachas for everybody, saying you're not allowed to put it in the Aron because there's no such thing as a goof that's not going to need to be buried in the ground. Right. Which, That's the Pshat which, which of the following people, uh, Moses, Abraham, Sarah, were gathered unto their people? And Aaron, I know Aaron was. Who else was gathered? Adam, Yitzchak, Yaakov. They were all gathered. Yeah. Right? Just but Sarah wasn't gathered. With no, Moses an expression. Moses, well, I think it's a lot more than that. It's mm. It's a lot more than that. It has a lot to do with the whole life and their, their legacy. Is it high um, here? I'm high, yeah. I'm super high. Um, but it is mashma, and uh, I so think maybe we'll just conclude on here, but it's still mashma. The implication here is is that Avraham did want to bury her in the ground. He didn't want to just leave her in the Aram, because that was his preference. He was just saying that the option is is that if you don't... Right. If you don't give me the option, then I will put you in the. I will put her in the army. But why did Amar was a special place? Right. Otherwise, you could just find another place. Right. Period. But it was a special place. Cindy, this morning, Amar Samachela said that the double language of Machpelah is because um, there was not only the bodies were there, but the but the souls were there too. Hmm. So it was a special burial place. It wasn't just, um, you know, Mount Sinai Cemetery over there. It was a special kind of a burial place. Right. So gathering to the people 
Is it really related to whether or not the bodies were purified before they died? No. Those are separate issues. Right. But if Sarah didn't have any chet, then... You're trying to make a connection that doesn't necessarily... No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm trying to understand... I'm trying to understand that she didn't have any relationship between Sarah and, and Moses. We said earlier that Moses didn't have any chet. So, but so... They, but they were just... I so don't think it, it's connected, and I don't think that I don't think these so they're, are they're, trying to connect Moshe and Sarah. No, but they're, 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 they they didn't. But I'm trying to I'm trying to understand because that is a commonality between the two of them. Yeah, there is a commonality. They both achieved the level of perfection where their bodies no longer needed purification, no longer needed to return to the ground. Right. But yeah. So th- that was okay. Maybe we can explain it according to the Ramchal. The Ramchal says. Which is interesting. I'm not sure exactly where this lead will lead, but the Ramchal does say in the Derech Hashem that the reason why we have to have a Tchias Amesim, the reason why we have to have a resurrection of the dead, is because when we do mitzvahs, uh, when we do mitzvahs, the neshama gets bigger and bigger, but it doesn't shine through the gulf. It doesn't shine through the body, and what until? But but when it, when 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 we when we die, and then the body will reconstitute itself or reboot the neshama will be able to properly shine through the through the through the body so therefore it needs to go into the ground and have that rebooting uh, situation but I wonder if that is the case according to maybe it doesn't match but if that is the case according to the Klichemda here that maybe Moshe Rabbeinu may not Moshe Rabbeinu Sora whoever else may not need that because now their body has been has been I mean the implication here is is that the implication according to the way the Ramchal is describing it is the implication is is that is that Adamar Rishon had to return to the dust and Sora and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't really have to, and so therefore Sora and Moshe Rabbeinu on that level are higher mm-hmm. in terms of their in terms of the spirituality of their body of their gof than even other Marishan himself after the chet, mm-hmm. right? So therefore, other Marishan may need a tchias hamesim because his body has been damaged, so to speak. Well, wasn't he reincarnated into? No, that's not. We're not talking about that reincarnation. We're talking about the. the about Gilgals? Yeah, we're not talking about the Gilgal. Okay, we're talking about the final. Christmas. Yeah, we're talking about the We're not talking about the Gilgal. So, so in 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 that case, and they 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 you know maybe Sora may not need at all a reincarnation. I mean, at the Gemara in Baba Basra and Dafnun Ches fifty eight. So what we seems to imply that they are that she is whole. That she's not anyway uh, decomposed. Uh-huh. But but what you she said, just needs so, to wake up. So you said Moses. We 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 kind of got to the point where where Moses. W- it was better that Moses needed needed the box because he didn't need the dirt, right? Right. So we kind of said that because we thought his body. There's no was reason solid. to put him in the dirt at all. So then maybe maybe Sarah is not buried in the dirt. Maybe she is in the box in the dirt. Well, she, yeah, we don't know. She, I mean, she is in the dirt, but it could be that she is... No, it could be she's... Yeah. The Gemara and Baba... Yeah, she could be that she is in the cave, but she's not in the dirt. Yes, could be. Right. According well, to this, we might have to say that 
He buried her, but he didn't actually put her in the dirt because that wasn't necessary, according to this. She's not really buried there, even though he said that he's going to bury her. Wouldn't we, couldn't we like also assume that that Abraham also the same way? Yeah, the Gemara's Babasu here is talking about that too. We can assume that, yeah, that that um, that he is also in the same state as she is. Anyway, that's some of the discussion in this week's parsha. We'll conclude here.